This call may be recorded or transcribed.
is hurting. If I don't go bike riding, I start hurting bad. Mirror, nobody's answering. Good morning. Morning. It's sunshine. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning, girlfriend. Good morning, everyone. Just waiting for our host to jump on. How's everyone this morning? Happy Favorite Friday. Happy Faithful Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Friday to you as well. Hey, hey. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. We're just waiting for our host. But in the meantime, whomever has just joined the call, go ahead and say good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Brother Daryl. So good to be here on this morning. Yes, good morning, Pastor Daryl. Happy Friday. Friday. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Friday, everyone. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joining the call on this joyful Friday. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. All is well. Pardon? I said all is well. Uh, Yeah. Okay. To God be the glory. We're going to stand on that. We're going to claim those things that aren't, may seem not as they are. They're well. And and watch the manifestation. Thank you. I just, I am having some issues, but uh, just keep me in your prayers, please. We sure will. We'll be continue to lift you up. Thank you. And this Good is Tanisha again. I have a doctor's appointment this morning at nine. Uh, pray for me, please. Mm-hmm. Everything yes. is good. Yes, all will be well. We're going to walk in expectation of God's promises that he will keep us and cover us. Uh, there was someone else that was saying good morning. Who was that? Yes, I said good morning. This is Cheryl. Good morning, Cheryl. How are you? I am doing well, recovering from surgery, but I'm doing well. Well, to God be the glory. Is this your first time calling? No, no, no. I've called in several times. I just, um, off and on, I get in with you guys. Okay. Well, happy Friday. To God be the glory. We're going to 
uh, put you on there for a speedy recovery that you don't have, you know, the pain that will subside and quickly if you're having any. And we're just going to thank God for your healing. Thank you. You are welcome. You have a great day. You too. Good morning, family. Excuse me. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm stepping in for my brother. Who's joining the call? Hey, I would Chill. like to say good morning. Hey, happy hey, Friday. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. I ain't no thing about I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all. Bless the Lord at all times. At all times, no matter what's going on. All yes, right. yes. Donna sing Christina Joy. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, sis. Oh, one second. Is anyone else joining the con? Plug my computer for it go to sleep on me. Good morning. Oh, wow. Good morning, Brother Jonathan. Oh. <laughs> How are you this morning? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before I go ahead and get it started? Well, good, morning. Morning, Angela. good morning, Angela. Good morning. Have a great day. You too. Good morning. That's Krishanda. Good morning, Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I have a prayer request. I would just like everyone um, to lift up um, the United States and the White House. This prayer oh, covering. Okay. God bless you. God bless you too. Give me one second. Is there anyone else that want to say good morning before I go ahead and get started? Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Hey, Shell. Yes, ma'am. Did you get the Did you get the praise report for uh, the night, Diane's granddaughter? Good morning, uh, no. Diane. Good. There uh-huh. you go. Oh, you know I got to tell it. <laughs> Got it all night. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Michelle. Thank Good you morning. so much for yesterday. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That, and we're going to say, go ahead. No, I'm done. <laughs> oh, okay. So, God be the glory. Didi was about to tell. What, what's the praise report? Huh? Um, she didn't. She didn't get to tell. I was waiting for you to tell us the praise report. The praise report is the baby is okay. She had uh, her her teeth were. I, I think she had a. Um, it was her jaw was swollen, and it just came up on her all of a sudden. Oh, and so okay. they ran a bunch of tests. We didn't get home to about two something yesterday. We okay. went um, we went on Wednesday night. But I'm just I, I'll call you and talk. I don't want to line up. 
Okay, okay. We're going to say to God be the glory. Yes. Thank you. Is there any? You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before I go ahead and get the hosting started? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, Sister Tracy. Uh oh. Hold on, you guys. All right, let me see here. All right. Uh, script doesn't want to come up on me. Let's see if I can get another one. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before I try to get started here? You trying it. There you go. There you go. Need to feed it. I got it. All right. If I can ask everyone to go ahead and place their phones on mute. I'll go ahead and move forward with the call. Good morning. My name is Rochelle, and I'm standing in for our dear men, our brothers. I am your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us during the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Sanctification Set Apart. Excuse me. All our declarations will focus on the importance of sanctification and being set apart to do and hear the will of God so so that you can execute his plan for you. There is one announcement tonight. There is no Friday Night Live because there's a book club this evening. Um, again, there's no Friday Night Live, but there is a book club that um, we're going over and um, for Sabrina's book. Um, let's see. There's no new prayer request by the app, but there are a couple praise, uh, prayer requests. One, Sister Lisa has an appointment this morning. Um, Sister Susie uh, and um, Diane, the praise report. So we're going to blend the praise reports that all is well. We're going to thank God in advance for his report. And we thank him for um, the prayer that we prayed yesterday for um, Miss Diane's grandbabies, that she is well, that they are both are well, um, Zanai and Emerald. So to God be the glory. Krishanda is asking that we come together and pray for the United States, that we continue to lift up our country and the leaders leading our country. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Elder Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Durrell. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Elder Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by um, El, uh, Pastor Darrell. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is Psalms 119, verse 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed here, thereto according to thy word? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. 
uh, I'm sorry, I forgot one price report. Um, a couple of us have been praying for my son. He got the keys and moved in his new house yesterday. So to God be the glory. Uh, I ask that you check your phones as we pass the call to our prayer warrior, Elder Jonathan. Have a blessed day, you guys. Hallelujah. God, we say thank you. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. We worship you today, God. God, we give you glory. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We give you glory, ha. Shall never go home, God. We give you glory. We give you glory, God. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory, God. We give you glory, ha. We give you the glory, God. Yet I see the God. We give you glory, God. We give you glory. We magnify you. God, we glorify you. We lift you up, oh God. God, you are our refresher, God. You are our strength today. God, we say thank you. We worship you, God. We open up our moment in time for you to sit in it, God. We open up a moment in our space to, for you to sit in it, God. We ask you to tabernacle today. Oh, God, tabernacle now. Oh, tabernacle, God. Uh, God, right where we are, I pray now that you would flow, God. Uh, God, I pray your wind would blow. Oh, God, we ask you now to come in, oh God. Oh, we create a space for you, oh God. We create an atmosphere that your throne may be exalted in, God. We create an atmosphere that you may recline. And we create an atmosphere that you may be comfortable in. God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. We give you the praise, God. We say thank you because you are the mighty. We give you the glory because you are the mighty. We say thank you because you are a keeper. We thank you because you are our provider. You are Abba. You are our Father. You are a sovereign King. We say thank you. God, today we give you gratitude. From the inside out, we say thank you. With every part of who we are, we say thank you. We worship you now. We give you glory. Father, I pray now. Oh, touch from one side to the other, God, that you would begin to move from one side to the other. Establish your rank and position even now in the name of Jesus, in the place called time.
time. We establish and magnify you. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt and extol you. We lift you up higher. We exalt you. We exalt you and extol you. We magnify you. We make your name great. We make your name big. God, we give you glory. God, rest now. Where we have no rest. Father, rest now. Where there seems to be no peace. Establish the rank of your peace. Establish that you are the peace giver. You are the joy giver. Father, establish yourself in our ranks. Establish yourself in our space. Establish Establish your strength in the weak place. Establish your word in the low place. Establish who you are now. Put your hands in their back, God, and your lips to the ear, your word in their heart, God, and we establish the strength now. God, we lift up every person that is connected to this line, oh God. God, lift the bow down head, even at the Thank you. Uh, establish yourself, oh God. Higher, higher, higher. We declare life now. Breathe the breath of life, oh God. Oh, strengthen on every leaning side. Build up on every low place. Now, God, let it be known that you are their God and they are your people. Release your sound, oh God, in their ear to remind them that you fight on their behalf. God, we pray now that you will touch and house in every emotion now. God, we come against the head of the enemy in every shape, form, and fashion now. But God, we spend time building your throne and Recognizing that you are of us. So in that place, God, we bow before you. We cause our emotions to bow before you. We cause our mindsets to bow before you. Father, in the place of sanctification, we set it aside for your use. We set our emotions aside for your purpose. God, do it in our emotions. God, do it now. Uh, we give you the glory. Touch now, God. Uh, those that are connected to this place, Build them up on every side. Strengthen them up in on every base. God, do it like a tabo namaste. Do it that takata siketanehesia. Do it now. Takatanabohosia. Breathe. Takatobo. Let a media see. Retinia sa. Touch the heart that has lamented. Tetebo. Reteketa sindio se. Ah, Rete. Siketanara de viola and a maha. Let a boho. Wrap your loving arms around the man. Tadeka siketebo. We kotonabasi. God, everything not like you uh, comes under the foot of who you are. God, we give you glory uh, for lifting it down. Lift it now. Break the, the shackles. The king is here. The sovereign ruler is here. God, we give you glory now. 
Oh God, touch now to the Bohoshe. See on the local level. See on a local level. God, oh to the see all the way to the highest level of government. We pray now that government would meet kingdom, God. That government would meet kingdom. Now, Shama God put those in place that need to be in place in every form and passion that you would be that you would be exalted. God calls the advisors to have an ear for you. Even now, in the name of Jesus, God, we give you glory. We give you glory now for turning it around. God calls a song to rise up in the earth. In the soul of your people, calls a song to rise up. Stir, God, stir, stir. Stir, God, stir, stir. Stir, God, stir. Stir, in the sound of the Father. Stir, with your voice, oh God. Stir, in the Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we give you glory. Oh, God, we give you glory. Yeah, God, we give you the glory. God, we give you glory now. Oh, we give you glory, God, for higher heights and deeper depths. Now, God, we give you glory for altar experiences. God, we give you glory for tabernacle experiences and tabernacle encounters. God, we give you glory for a flow of your glory. We thank you for the Shekinah. God, we say, for Him coming in contact with us right where we are. Oh, my mama, my mama, my Oh, God, we say thank you. Uh, God, we give you glory. Ah, yeah. God, let him go Oh, God, strengthen even now. Come on, Come on and begin to worship him. Come on, let's begin to worship him. I'm not going to 
And God, we call none of our We expect you today. We expect you, oh God. We expect you in your word. So God, word the mouth, touch the mouth of that your speaker. God, pour into them like never before. And God, we'll expect to hear you today in Jesus' name. And we will turn our phones to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My soul is absolutely on fire. Thank you, Elder Jonathan, for the prayer on this morning. Thank you again, Declare Victory, for utilizing your voices, your power, your faith, your your presence, your spirit, and being able to create this atmosphere that is magical as well. We want to thank Sister Rochelle. I, I marvel at a distance by your leadership by your faithfulness, being able to step in and cover where needed. I just want you to know that I am truly and thoroughly blessed by your ministry. And then last but certainly not least, to our visionary, to the woman of God who God has placed this vision inside to be able to start this platform and many others, to my beautiful sister, Sister Dion, thank you so much again for entrusting me being a part of the ministry that God has birthed through you, of the many ministries. And we just continue to pray your strength. We pray doors continue to open, platforms continue, Lord, to be made for her, to be able to share the truth of the word. And I just love her walk. Amen. She's just real people. Amen. And I thank God for that as well. There is a word from the Lord on this morning, amen. And I promise you, you know, my prayer is that it blesses you as it has blessed me. Before we do, amen, if I may go into a very quick word of prayer. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for this divine hour. I thank you for this time, Lord God, to be able to spend as we dive and share your word on this morning. Father, I pray that your word comes with power, with understanding, Lord God. Father, give us direction, allow it to meet us where we are, but not only meet us where we are, but Lord God, lift us up to the dimension, Lord God, for where you are calling us to in this season. And Lord, I pray that no man be glorified, but only you be glorified, Lord God. We thank you. We honor you. We love you. And Lord, to you deserve all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And see your darling, matchless son, Jesus, name we pray. Let your heart say, amen. Amen. You know, I was praying about what to share, and we've been talking about sanctifications, being set apart for the Lord, and something kind of struck my attention. And it's one thing I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with, that we have all either have been to buildings or maybe visited lands, or maybe you've seen homes where you've seen the signs, no trespassing sign. You see, whenever there's a no trespassing sign, no trespassing is signifying that unauthorized people should not even enter within the premise. You see, a no trespassing sign says that whatever the property is, whatever the vessel is, that this is off limits unless you have been duly authorized to enter. And you're not to make an illegal or an illegitimate or even an unauthorized entry into a sphere or an area or a place or a building or even any property. 
It's because a no trespassing sign is a legal protection of a boundary. Now, the book of Leviticus is what we would consider God's no trespassing sign. It's, it's considered this is because Leviticus is one of the most important books in the Bible, and yet it's probably one of the most least read books of the Bible. It's because the book of Leviticus seems, seems so out of touch with the real world that we live in, and it's hard to disseminate maybe what God is trying to share with us in this 21st century. But what I want to be able to relay on this morning is that occurring before the, the book of Leviticus, I want you to realize that you will find the people of Israel who have now exited Egypt, which is found in the book of Exodus, right before Leviticus. And that the people of God who are now leaving or exiting Egypt are headed towards their promised land or their promise in Canaan found in the book of Numbers, which immediately follows the book of Leviticus. So what we find on this morning is sandwiched between Exodus and Numbers is the book of Leviticus. Now, the book of Leviticus is oftentimes called, my brothers and sisters, the book of life. Because it's where God is preparing his people to enter into his promise or the promise that he has designated over them called the promised land. And having delivered them from Egypt, we find that God now wants to prepare them for this new environment that they're headed towards. It's somehow that God wants to get them ready before they enter into the place of promise. So we find that the purpose of the book of Leviticus was to tell God's people, before you get to this place of promise, before you get to this place of destiny, I'm going to tell you how you are to worship me, how you are to walk with me as you enter into this new destiny. It was because the book of Leviticus is really a book of worship and a book of walk. It's a liturgy of life, and it's designed to explain to them and explain to us the expectations of God whenever they got to their place of blessing. And what's interesting is that as God is preparing them and causing them to exit Egypt and preparing them to walk into the promised land, and as he's beginning to allow this book to be able to show how they were to worship, how they were to walk, what's interesting is God designed it that they were to learn it on the way there so that when they got there to the promised land, to the place of destiny, that they would have it down. Now, three words, three words that will help us to understand the book of Leviticus. And the reason why I'm going to 
go through this is so that we can maybe perhaps by the end of this declaration appreciate the book of Leviticus a little bit more. And those three words are common, profane, and sacred. Let me say that again. The three words that will help us understand the book of Leviticus and the reason is common, profane, and sacred. Understand that which was common, was that which God had created that was somehow, I can't believe I'm saying this, it was regular, it was ordinary, or it was coming to God, to all. Nothing was special about it. It was just normal, and it was considered common by God's standards. But the second thing, which was profane, is that which was polluted or defiled or contaminated. For example, when we talk about people who constantly use profanity, we're talking about a speech that has been polluted or defiled or a speech that is destructive in nature. So the book of Leviticus talks about that which is or was profane. Then the book of Leviticus talks about that which is sacred, that which is special to God, that which has been made unique to God's person, to God's presence, as well as to God's purpose. So whenever you have the common, the ordinary, the regular, understand it's regular until you make it either profane or you make it sacred. It could be made or set apart being separate or sacred for the unique purpose of God. Now, if we look at 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. The Word of God says, but the Spirit explicitly says that in latter times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Verse 2, by means of hypocrisy of liars seared in their own conscience, as with a branding iron. Men who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from foods which God has created to be gratefully shared in by those who believe and know the truth. Verse 4. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. For it is, watch this, sanctified by means of the word of God and prayer. Now, we find in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, what it's really saying is that everything that God has created was good. But then he says that it becomes sanctified when it has been set apart by the reading of the word in prayer. So what I want you to realize is that everything that God made is good, but it can be made sanctified by the word of God in prayer. For example, 
if you, in your own time, you go back and read Genesis chapter 1 or found in Genesis chapter 1, when God created the days of the week. Understand that when God created the days of the week, he created Sunday, and the word of God says, and it was good. He created Monday, and the word of God says, it was good. It was good. Tuesday was good. Wednesday was good. Thursday was good. Freedom Friday, fantastic Friday, thank God it's Friday. It was good. But then on Saturday, the word of God says he rested and he sanctified the day. Now, declare victory. Does that mean that Sunday through Friday were bad days? Not at all. Because God already said, that those were good days, but they were not sanctified days. He only sanctified the Sabbath and made it holy. Now, that doesn't mean that Sunday through Friday were bad, but what it means is that Saturday was special, that it was different from the other days, although it was just a day, because God did something special on that day that he did not do on other days. And so he told his people in the law to remember the Sabbath and don't treat it as a common, ordinary, or just regular day because the Sabbath is special. Now, let's go to Leviticus 20. Verse number seven and eight, we'll find in this book of Leviticus, the 20th chapter, verse number seven through eight, the word of God reads, you shall consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my statutes and practice them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Now, the name for God used in this particular passage is pronounced Jehovah Mechabish. Jehovah Mechabish. That is the Lord who sanctifies. And it's in this name of God that I believe on this morning God really wants us to come to know and understand. And the reason why I believe so strongly that God wants us to know his name, Jehovah Mechabish, the Lord who sanctifies, is because he not only wants us to know it, but he also wants us to live it. Or as Jesus says in the Gospel of John 10 and 10, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. So what I want you to understand is that God wants us to know this name, Jehovah Maccabish, because this name, it goes beyond existence. And it even goes beyond just going through the motions because this name, Jehovah Maccabees, it gives a life-giving name, and he is the Lord who sanctifies. So thus the question then must be raised, and I'm pretty sure you all have heard it from a lot of the declarers around from other the powerful men and women that have come before me. What do we mean by this sanctification or to sanctify? You see, the word sanctify means very simply to be set apart or to separate. 
understand this word sanctify or sanctification is referenced in a number of other words, words like holy. You are to be holy. You are to consecrate yourself, consecrate yourself. You are to remain sacred. These things God has declared as sacred. Now, I want you to know that all of these are either synonyms or derivatives of the concept of sanctification or to sanctify, and that is to be made separate or to be set apart as special. So realize that something, something becomes sanctified when it is set apart or separated from the common, from the ordinary, from the regular, and it's been made special, it's been made unique, it's been made one of a kind. And what's really interesting is that many of us, well, truth be told, have sanctified places even in our homes. For example, now, I don't know a lot of, I don't know about y'all, but when I was growing up, Right around the, oh, Lord, 60s, 70s, (laughs) early 80s, when I was growing up, the living room was considered to be sanctified. You know, you remember you go to mama, grandmama's house, and they had the plastic all over the furniture, over the couch, over the chairs. The reason why grandma put the the cover over the couch and the chairs and nobody was allowed in the living room because the living room had been sanctified. It's that when I grew up, maybe when you grew up, we were not allowed to play in the living room. You were not allowed to eat in the living room. You were not allowed to just sit in the living room because the living room was a sanctified room, that it was a special place for special time as well as for special guests. But what I want you to realize is that even though the living room had been sanctified, it was still in the house. That this living room, it was just a room. But the difference was it wasn't treated just like a room. Because the children and the Occupants of the house weren't allowed to roam in and out of the living room because the living room had been set apart or sanctified. But I also found also growing up during those times, many people, they even had what we call in their dining room, sanctified china as well. (laughs) In other words, you had china that been stored in the china cabinet that wasn't brought out for everyday usage for consumption. It wasn't common because it was sanctified that you don't eat on this china even every day. This was meant for only special occasions. And most of the time, that china that was in your house was not even meant for the occupants of the family in the house because the china had been set apart. It was set apart because it was for special occasion. It was separated because it was special. It was unique. So it caused our family members to treat it 
treated differently. So we'll find all throughout the Bible that God calls his holy things that he declares that we should be, it should be set apart. And, and he would even take the things that were meant for evil. God would put them under his authority, thus making them sanctified, set apart, unique, or special. That's why God says at the beginning of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not have no other gods before me. What God is saying is you are to set me apart and that I am not to be part of the crowd. I am not to be one of many. I am to be sanctified. But why did God declare victory? Why did God want them to know as they made their way out of Egypt, which was their redemption, and to the place of promise, the promised land, which was their destiny. Why did God want them to worship and to walk as they were proceeding to the promised land? I'm going to share that with you if you would turn to Leviticus 20, verse number 22. Leviticus 20. Verse number 22, we find the word of God says, you are therefore to keep all my statutes and all my ordinances and do them and do them so that the land to which I am bringing you to live will not spew you out. Now watch this. Watch this. Declare victory. You see, what God is saying is that I'm bringing you to the promised land, but I don't want my promised land to spew you out or to spit you out. So evidently, if you do not sanctify yourself, that you can get to your place of destiny, and your destiny, good God Almighty, will spit you out, all because you did not. Adhere to God's statutes and his ordinances and do them. Let's look at Leviticus, Leviticus 20, verse number 23 through 24. It says, moreover, you shall not follow the customs of the nation which I will drive out before you. For they did all these things, and therefore I have abhorred them. Verse 24, hence I have said to you, you are to possess their land, and I myself will give it to you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has separated you from the peoples. Let's look at verse 26 as well. Thus you are to be holy to me, for I am the Lord, am holy, and I have set you apart from the peoples to be mine. Now, that's a whole lot of stuff to take in that God has said in verses 23 through 26. But what, what God is saying here is that when you go to the promised land, declare victory, when you get to your place of death, when you get to that place that God showed you that he would take you and give it unto you, there are going to be people living there. 
There are going to be people in the place that God promised you in your destiny, in your promise, in your place of agreement, that there are going to be people who are already living there. They're going to be Canaanites. They're going to be Hittites. They're going to be Amorites, Jebusites, and they're going to be folks there who do not function by God's standards. I need you to hear that. They're going to be people on your job, people in your community, people in the circle of influence. They are going to be there that there are going to be folks who do not function by the same standards that you function under, who don't believe in following God's instruction, and who don't operate by God's worldview. And what God is saying is that when you get to that place of destiny that I have for you, you're going to be surrounded by people who think differently, who walk differently, who talk differently, who believe differently, and they will operate by their own rules. So before you ever get there, I'm giving you my rules so that when you get there, that place of destiny, you're not to let their standards become your standards. You're not to go into the workforce and allow their standards to become your standards. You're not to go into the marketplace and allow their standards to become your standards. And you are not to let their perspectives become your perspectives. Let their worldview become your worldview. Because even though you are going to be surrounded by them, you don't belong to them. God says you belong to me. For I have redeemed you and sanctified you. You see, God spells out through the book of Leviticus here in chapter 20. He spells out where not only are you going to run into a whole bunch of people whose perspectives, whose standards, whose worldview are not in alignment with him, but he also spells out a whole bunch of stuff that they were going to also run into. You see, my brothers and sisters, the children of Israel, as well as even, I can even say on today, that God is saying you're going to run into people who are reading and believing in horoscopes, that you're going to run into people who are actively seeking demonic, demonic spirits for their direction and, 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 their, and their flow, that there are going to run into people who are seeking spiritual mediums to be able to read their future and tell them which way to go, that you're going to run into people who are asleep with everything, God Almighty, and everybody, that they are going to run into people who would be sleeping with animals, with bestiality, that they were going to be running into people who are even where women were sleeping with women and men are sleeping with men. God said you are going to run into all of that even in the place of destiny that I am leading you to, 
But I need you to realize all those people, they don't hold my standards. But what I want you to do when you get into this place of blessing, some of you all, you on your way to your place of blessing, on your way to your workplace. Some of you are already there. Some of you got businesses. You got employees that don't believe the same thing that you do. You're in community uh, opportunity, and they don't believe the same thing you do. This is the place of destiny. But what I don't want you to do is that I don't want you to buy into their worldview. I don't want you to buy into them because if you buy into them, as the word of God says in Leviticus 20 and 22, the moment you buy into them, they will spit you out. So understand on this morning, if ever you, your desire is you want to be popular, your desire is you want everybody to like you. Your desire is you want everybody to agree with you. Your desire is if you want everyone to vote for you, that if and when you buy into the worldview of people, they will eventually spit you out. But God says, but if you will maintain your uniqueness to me, if you would maintain being set apart, if you would maintain your sanctification, even in the midst of your place of destiny, then I will spit them out. He said that I will drive them out from you. But if you join them, they will spit you out. And when they spit you out, you will lose and you will be defeated. All because the moment you join in with them, you have lost your uniqueness. Because sanctification is that process let me say that again. Sanctification is that process. It doesn't happen in a day where God sets his people apart <clears throat> from every bit of sin and unrighteousness to his person and his purpose. And sanctification is the process where God sets you apart to be unique, to be special, and not just to be one of a kind. Now, as I prepare to open up the line for anyone to be able to introduce themselves who haven't had an opportunity, I do want to share this parting thought with you. The New Testament scripture has a word for the same concern that is being illustrated here in the book of Leviticus about what's going to happen when they get to the promised land. And that New Testament word is called worldliness. Worldliness. I believe everybody here, including myself, we struggle with worldliness at some level. You see, 
what I want you to understand is that worldliness is not a place that you go. Worldliness is adopting the world view of a society that needs God out. And what we have become today, and I'm talking about the redeemed people, the people of the way, is that many of us, unfortunately, we become a reflection of the world. We can hear it in our talk. We can see it in our walk. So in other words, all I'm sharing from myself down is that whenever we don't abide by God's standards and we try to make or we try to make God's standards adapt to the society in which we live, we wonder why we don't have power the way the Bible talks about the promise of bestowing power upon those who believe. We wonder why we don't have victory in our lives in certain situations and circumstances. We wonder why we're not seeing more miracles transpire even within the Christian community. We wonder why we don't see the Holy Spirit rule the way we read and we used to encounter even during the times of our mamas and daddies. We wonder why now we don't really hear from God the way we used to. It's because God is saying that if you adopt them, them being the world and the worldview, you will lose me. Because I, your God, am separate. And I am holy. And I'm separate. But you're trying to make me become one of the crowds. And if you want to be part of the crowd, then God says, let the crowd then take care of you. Because God says, I am distinct. I am unique. I am holy, and I am calling you to be set apart. Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you for your promise, Lord God, that you have given us in your word in the book of Leviticus and all other books, Lord God, that is teaching us how to worship and how to walk, how to align in your statutes. Lord, not to be so holier than thou, that we're no earthly good, by no means, Lord God, but God allowing us to stay in our uniqueness, to be set apart, Father, to be able to allow, not allow the world system to spit us out because we're trying to gain favor from them, but God allow us to hold to our standards, to your standards. Help us to prepare, Lord God, to as we're preparing to walk in that place of promise. Help us, Lord God, that we will be encountering all kinds of people to continue to be the light, not just by our talk, but, Lord God, even supported by our walk. And, Lord, even the times we get weak, because we all do. Father, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy, Lord God, that you allow us to be restored, allow us to be cleansed, and allow us to walk in your sanctification. And, Lord, we're just forever. Give your name all the glory, all the honor. And all the praise. It's in your darling and matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Let our hearts say amen. Amen. I pray the word of God is a blessing to you all this morning. I do want to ask if you would now unmute yourself for those that did not have an opportunity to greet everyone here. Uh, we allow, allow you the time to do so. Good morning. This is Juanita. 
What a great declaration. Good morning, Kwanda. Thank God for you and thank God for the word of God. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning, Mrs. Leomir. Thank you for your decoration. God bless you, Mrs. Leomir. We thank you as well for checking in. Thank you for your faithfulness. Anyone Good morning, else? Brother Jonathan. It's Moxie. Good morning. Happy Friday. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Moxie. Happy Friday. God said it was good. <laughs> Anyone else? Yes, it is. God bless you. It's Chrisonda. Great declaration. Thank you, Sister Chrisonda. Always good to hear from you as well. Good morning. Good morning, my sister. Who who was that who just said good morning? Cynthia. Hey, good morning, sister. It's great to hear from you as well. Anyone else? Good morning, Zach. Good morning. Always great to hear from you. Thank God for you. Anyone else? Good morning. It's persistent. <laughs> I was waiting on you. <laughs> we thank God for you and your persistence. <laughs> morning. How dare Good morning, my brother. God bless I, you, I, sir. I want to say I was I was uh round surprised. By your uh, your declaration, but I will keep my questions until everybody has. Okay. Sounds good, brother. Thank you for checking in as well. Anyone else? Dee Dee, love morning, you, Dr. God. That was amazing. God Shall bless I you too. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Yeah. Listen, I just want to say that don't be talking about my my grandmama with her uh, plastic on that couch in the living room. You better not go sit in there, especially on a hot day. Sneak in there on that couch if you want to. Burn all your little legs up. Amazing. Only person person out there was the insurance man who came to collect that policy. (laughs) Or look, or sell them encyclopedias. Them encyclopedias. We all remember. God bless you. Good good morning. Good morning. This is Natasha. Didi, you always get me. That that was good. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you God, for your word, my God. God bless you, Sister Natasha. Thank God for you all. <laughs> Anyone else before we open it up, if you have any comments, questions, uh anything you even want to share, God. God knows I don't know it all. We don't know it all. But God may have given you an illumination that needs to be shared on this morning on top of what was shared. So at this time, we we open up the opportunity for any questions, comments, uh, anything to add, any illuminations to add as well. Good morning, Pastor Darrell. It's Restore Rochelle again. I just want to jump in and say, uh, excellent, excellent declaration. You just bring out so many points. 
And as you begin to talk about, and I'm not going to make it about the plastic, but just the revelation that the Lord dropped in my spirit as we talked, as you talked about um, the plastic and whatnot, it didn't matter if the living room was in the front of the house or in the middle of the house set aside, or, you know, if it was in the back of the house, you just could come in that room and flop yourself anywhere. Um, You had to treat that room like it was the tabernacle, that it was the temple. And yeah. and you talked about the China. Not only did the it was special China, but the China had its own place to be set apart in the China cabinet. So, you know, it just, it brings, it just, you know, the word just brought it back to, you know, the natural. And we think about how um, the plastic used to be so thick on the furniture because I, I I was just like, well, is y'all finished paying for it? Or, you know, well, why we can't sit on it? So, but as the time went on, the plastic got thinner and thinner until it was maybe a cloth or a blanket or um, they call it a, a, a cover. They call it something else, a couch cover or something, but it just, mm-hmm. uh, revelation wise, it just shows how God sets us apart for a time such as this. So he begins to remove that covering um, when we've been set apart, when we've been sacred and set back for a period of time, as you said, to be um, for purpose, promise, and to be unique. Yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 that, that was, that was so dope. That was just so dope. You, you just make it so plain. So I appreciate your declaration and um, it just hit home. It really did. It, it really did. So bless God. God bless you. Hey, man. God bless you. Thank you for sharing that as well. That blessed my soul. Hey, man. Anyone else? Yes, Didi. I, I seem to like to go behind Rochelle or whatever. <laughs> but you were so on point when you talked about the book of Leviticus, right? Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know, greeting at church, being brought up in a Methodist church and then been non-denominational for the last 40-something years, well, yeah, 40 years. And just listening to different things, like you said, we take on some of the world's stuff. And if we're not careful, it's not what the Word of God says, it's what man says or what we've been taught. And you have to be careful not to be so, what'd you say? Uh, you know, the, when you people are so heavenly, whatever that saying. I yeah, so heavenly, but you, heavenly right. not good. <laughs> and you're not reaching a soul. You're yeah. not. They're running from you. But yeah. I'm glad that you but that you're reminding us that, you know, God is so amazing when you truly know who you are and you're not plastic and you're being authentic. He created each and every one of us different. None of us right. are the same. None of us are gonna act the same, walk the same as our character. But what I will say is that I'm grateful that I've learned at fifty four years old that it don't not that you don't know what it takes to to, to get here 'cause some of us just to wake up this morning had a whole lot of hell we went through in our minds, if that makes sense. So the, yeah. the mental part of the spirituality is so real. If you're not careful how you were brought up, if you're not careful, and that's what I was, I was hearing because my, my family, you know, my grandmother and them, they were really like my, my aunt who they, they were teachers in Sunday school. So some of the lessons that I learned as a little kid, now that I have my own understanding, it's not that they were wrong what they taught they taught what they knew if that makes sense and so yeah. you, we come about um worshiping like people say jokingly because i was a scorpio for so many years i didn't know no better 
You be at the club. I'm a Scorpio. No, I'm a child of God. So you have to be careful because it's so subtle. If you if you if yeah. you're not careful, it'll say, Oh, I got the traits of a Scorpio because I do this. No, you don't. That's the enemy. Yeah. So you got to be careful. So you brought out so much like you always do. And just thank you, man of God. I love you. I love you too, sister. Thank you for that sharing. Wow, that was powerful and profound. Amen. Anyone else? Yeah, good morning. This is Elder uh, Eric again. Um, sure. uh, just want to take you back on what, what my little sister Dini said. Um, just so proud of her. Um, she talking about, you know, doing a scorpion and, and, and that zodiac. Um, mm-hmm. This are the words of a prophet today. When we look at it as, as a traditional prophet, prophets weren't very popular back in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Because they spoke the word of truth. And, and the state of Israel was, or God's people was, and we, we sometimes don't only hear that. Sometimes we don't want to hear the hard truth. Right. But I heard something from you, and I just want to ask you, are you a Sabbath keeper? Uh, say that one more time, sir. Am I a... Okay. Let, 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 let me switch. Yeah, it's, it's a little muffled a little bit. Can, can you hear me now? I can. That is much better. Thank you, brother. Yeah, um, when you were talking about the Leviticus, uh, are you a Sabbath keeper? I I am not. Okay. Okay, because when you talked about the Sabbath and it being uh, holy and 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 a special day, um, you know, and, and I I'm a Sabbath keeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but I do not, and, and I will say this to anyone, uh, not not being born a Sabbath keeper, being you know, being a a, a first day worshiper, uh, yes. that worshiping the Sabbath is not an issue of salvation. Mm-hmm. But I do love how you talked about how the Sabbath was sanctified Mm -hmm. and that it was a special day and that was a holy day. And, and, and I think that has not changed Uh, at least in all my studies of the scripture, it has not changed. Um, Mm -hmm. Leviticus is, 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 is is a great book. And, uh, it's one of the books that, that has been highly contested uh, by people who say, well, you know, Leviticus talks about, you know, can't wear, can't right. wear um, two, uh, blended clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leviticus also talks about, you know, you can't cut your hair a certain way. Uh, mm-hmm. Leviticus talks about, you know, not tattooing your skin. Um, but to bring it into uh, a, a regular meaning, a modern meaning, it, it just falls in what you just said. <clears throat> that God took these people 
out of Egypt who had not worshipped him collectively for 400 years. Yes. And so they were infants. <laughs> and so how do you teach an infant? How do you teach a baby girl or baby boy how to brush their teeth, how to um, dress themselves? You apply to them rules or directions so that they can learn, right? Right. So I was taught how to brush my teeth and how to go to bed at a certain time when I was a young man. Now, I'm an older man. Of course, I don't need to have a rule to tell me, look, I need to brush my teeth. It's already instilled in, 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 into me. And it's the same thing with Leviticus. But the thing with the, uh, some of the, and, and, and I've just, you know, in, you know, being in the Internet and someone bringing out, well, it, you know, Leviticus says this. It just points to your whole lesson about being set apart. Because Israel was going to a land, Canaan, that was not cleared out. But Canaan was, was filled with a lot of people of the world, a lot of pagans who did this. So God says, I don't want you to do this. Hey, let's do this, the people. let's do this, brother, as well, because um, that sounds like a conversation you and I definitely should have one-on-one. And I want to be respectful of the time of everyone else that have to get to their destinations that may want to share as well. <clears throat> but I definitely thank you for your feedback, your comments as well. And I would love to engage that uh, into a if we need to a one-on-one dialogue as well, too, about it, because I do have some positions on, especially with grace being infused with Jesus Christ coming and not making sure that we have a religious view on certain things, but it needs to be a kingdom view. But let's do that, my brother, and I appreciate you sharing. Anyone else? Anyone else? Any comments, feedback? <clears throat> Anything the Holy Spirit shared with you all? Good morning. Um, can you hear me? I'm on. A, okay. This is Juanita. And um, yes, I, I definitely. Um, enjoyed your declaration this morning, um, and I'm driving, so I'm not sure if I'm going in and out, and I'm on a blue team, so, um, but all, the thing that I gathered, too, a lot of, you gave a lot of points there, and I uh, definitely uh, enjoyed it, but one thing, um, too, about being worldly, you know, about not allowing what you go into, or like just the workplace, or whoever you're surrounded with, not to that their views become your views or their perspectives become your perspective. You know, that uh, definitely is profound because a lot of times when you're around people, you, you see like a chameleon, I guess that's how you say the word, that you take up on what you're around, you know, like the world or even like with the internet or with their Facebook, you know. So you tend to do what Facebook do. You make the same videos and you make the same, you know, 
Man, thank you for sharing that as well, sis. You you definitely do. That could be a place of blessing that God issued you to, but you're not to take on, you know, many of the mindsets that will cause you to stray away from God's word and his promise as well, too. So you definitely have to be very careful <clears throat> with that. I, I truly believe <clears throat> there's always discipleship going on. Either you're discipling someone to God or they're discipling you away from God. So got to be very careful with that. Thank you for sharing that as well. Anyone else? Yes, good morning. When you said um, that we need to be set apart from the world, is that mm-hmm. um, elaborate on that? Is that yeah. like not getting colors in your hair and cuts and all that? Absolutely. And it's just talking about our uniqueness or our light, so to speak, that we don't take on a lot of the mannerisms, the profanity and being able to really communicate. We don't believe in some of the world views that constantly goes on because we believe whatever the word of God is stating towards that particular uh, issue or whatever that thought process. And and one thing we have to be very careful, I also said it, that you got to be careful of not being so heavily bound, you know, earthly good. I believe the word of God says that we are to be, we are in the world, but not of the world. We still are in this cosmos, in the world. And we still have to develop relationships. And one of the key ways of bringing people to Christ is by building those relationships. So, again, your uniqueness is so important uh, to make sure that you just continue to to maintain that. Because one of the things I've seen is if I'm somewhere and I'm in the crowd, you know, and I'm with people who may not be believers, if I do something or one of my actions act uh, different from what, my belief is they're quick to point out, wait a minute, Reverend, what you're doing? <laughs> because, again, they want, they want to make sure your uniqueness or your set of partners is not being, <clears throat> not being confiscated. So we have to be kind of diligent to make sure that we are continuing to hold on to our uniqueness and our being set apart from just the mannerism and some of the ways of the world. I hope that was able to help you, sir. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Anyone else? Comments? Feedback? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, hi there. This is Jonathan. Um, going back to the couch, uh, of course, <laughs> we, you know, that, that, that plastic was something. But to sit and think about it, um, if you've ever seen that, you've seen it go throughout all those years of what it went through, but when you something happens and then you go over to the house with the plastic and there's a new couch there with no plastic and you, you try to figure out, oh, when did you get a new couch? But I said all that to say that the sanctified place, the separated place, is the place of preservation. Yes, sir. Because it wasn't a new couch. It's the couch itself just was protected or covered from all of the stuff around it. It, it was. It, it wasn't. A, it just looked new because once you take the plastic off, because there was no no jumping on it, no no stains on it, no 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 nothing like that. When it's presented again, it's presented like a new couch. You have a whole. Uh-oh new look at this thing and 
And the sanctified place is the place of preservation. It's the place where if you allow God to protect you, if you allow the spirit of God to guide you, if you allow him to teach you, you become a a preservation of who he is. So when it's time to present you to himself, as scripture says, he can present you without spot or wrinkle. Amen. <clears throat> Brother Jonathan, that was powerful insight. Thank you for, for sharing that as well. I could almost see that couch as you were talking as well in the preservation of it also. So thank you for that feedback as well. Anyone else? I know the time is drawing nigh. Anyone else? It's Beatty, one more time, I promise. I am at work, believe it or not. I just cleaned up this whole preschool. To God be the glory, just a couple of babies are here. But I'm grateful that we have to learn to have a balance to this thing, too. So you're not so overly, not overly spiritual. I want to watch my words. But you mm-hmm. want people to be drawn to you. And so mm-hmm. that they can see that this, this lifestyle of love with being a believer is not all, you know, some people were so mean as a kid. I can remember some of the saints being so mean. And I'm like, if that's what it looks like, I don't want no parts of it. Because it's not like that. He's not an ogre. He's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but some people were just raised in such a way that God is just this old mean. No, he's a loving God. He's a kind God. So you have to know that. And as as disciples and as trying to win souls, just be your your authentic self. Because I think people forget that what we present to the world, um, God knows who we really are. So it's just like you see, you meet people sometimes and you see them maybe in a church setting or then you see them when they don't think anybody's paying attention, you don't know them, if that makes sense. Right. So I'm just grateful for the integrity that God gave me to really be who he created me to be so I can reach those who I'm assigned to. And it may not be the ones you're assigned to, sir, because <laughs> – but it just it just makes more sense to me. And this message, this whole month has been amazing teaching. So, again, thank you, sir. I know you're in a different time zone. It's, uh, what time is it here? It's 725 in California. But just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sending you love. This old AT&T girl about to go on mute. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sister Didi. Sending you love from Atlanta, Georgia, all the way to California as well. <laughs> Any anyone else before we Brother Dare. This yeah. is Diane. I thank you for your declaration today. And I think um declare victory for the subject sanctified, set apart for God's use. And I wasn't there yesterday. I was supposed to pray, but thanks to my sister Rochelle and Dee Dee. It stepped in, and I just want to share what God has done for me, how he has set me apart with family. Amen. My grandbaby, which is, she's 20 months, 23 months, and she, when she first was born, she was seven weeks old, and we almost lost her because she had caught a virus. And that was at the very beginning of the pandemic. And I remember the doctor saying that, you know, that they were going to try one more thing, and if it didn't work, that she wouldn't be here. 
But God mm-hmm. says no. He mm-hmm. has set her apart. Wow. For his use as she grows. And yesterday, day before yesterday, she got a high fever. Her jaw, she had left my house and went home. She her jaw swollen up right side real big. And we had to rush to the hospital. She had a high fever. And we waited and waited, and they, when they called her in, she was just crying because they and I, and I stayed in the lobby because they don't want too many people in the room. Mm-hmm. I stayed in the lobby, and and when she, they start to check her out, she just starts screaming and hollering. I need Nana. I need Nana. Mommy, I need Nana. I can hear them because they, I was outside of the room. And about 10 minutes later, the nurse came and got me. And I just thank God because it's nothing but the enemy. You can't, the enemy thinks he's slick, but you can't, you can't outbeat God. Right. And I just praise God, you know, hmm. what he's doing for me. Because we were, we were really afraid, again, that she something happened and we don't know what. But it, it, when they got through examining her and running all these tests on her, they realized that she has, she has a mouthful of teeth. Her teeth, the enamel on her teeth is, is degrading. And so... When they looked at them out, she might have to have them all pulled because they were looking to see if she had an abscess or something Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they didn't didn't know. And at that age, you know, who would expect her to have problems with her teeth? But I just praise God, and I, I thank every one of you guys who prayed for her because it's, it's, you know, when they're small like that, you they, you don't expect to have all these problems. Mm-hmm. And I just praise God that, you know, God stepped in. And she, when we got home yesterday, she's running around again. Mm-hmm. And the medicine they gave her, you know, it, it, it was, they were trying to put her to sleep so she can, they can do a, a test. But she never did go to sleep. <laughs> But I, I I thank God for what He did, I, I you know, and I can see God's hand moving, you know, mm-hmm. in her life. So I just want to praise God and give you all thanks for praying for her that she came through. And I just love you guys, and I love the decoration because we all on this line, if we get up every morning, you know God had a purpose for you because he set you apart. If he hadn't set you apart, you wouldn't even be on this call. Man. So I, I, I thank God for his love and kindness. I thank him, you know, for his hand moving and shaping in my life and my family and declare victory is my family because I've been on here since March 2014. So I just praise God for all of you. And Dion, you know you're a special girl. I love you so much. Love Dee you too. And Rochelle. Thank you. 
Thank, Thank you, you so all. much. <laughs> You're welcome, and, and, and keep up the good work with the messages. <laughs> Will do, ma'am. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. Well, I do want to make sure that I am uh, focused on the time uh, so we can make sure that we release everyone to your place of destiny as well. So with all hearts and mind in order, amen, if everyone would, if you just bow your head. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Father, I thank you that you are a God of relationship. I thank you, Lord God, that you are a God of love, a God of peace that, God, you are a God of, Lord God, just being able to allow your grace and your mercy, Lord God, to be dispelled over our lives. I thank you that even in the process of sanctification, I'm reminded, Lord God, of even in my own life, that, Lord God, even though I've been prophesied, for one thing, my life did not reflect it, but it was all a part of the process, Lord God. And, Father, I'm just grateful for my brothers and my sisters, Lord God, who you are showing up in their lives like never before. Father, I speak angelic protection as they're on their way or at their place of destiny, Lord God. The Father, their light will continue to shine, that they will allow the Jesus in them to draw all men to them, that we are not so heavenly bound, that we are no earthly good. And God, I just want to thank you for this platform, this ministry, Lord God. Allow your word Lord God, not just to be heard, but to be lived. And Lord, we'll forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. To see your darling, masculine son, Jesus, saying we pray, amen. God bless you all. I love you. Seize the day. And we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you on Monday. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless everyone. God bless you, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless you.